Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. So throughout the years, we have heard some crazy, wild, sometimes shocking stories on Food Heals. And today, you're getting the third installment of our shocking series. Last time, you heard from Milo Runkle and Cody Carlson, two undercover investigators for Mercy for Animals, who were able to shed light on animal cruelty and continue to fight to change the laws around animal abuse in factory farms. And today we have two incredible guests sharing their stories of healing through the power of food and lifestyle changes. Our first guest is John Sally, a former NBA player turned vegan activist and vegan restaurant owner. You may know him from his basketball career, but what you may not know is how he transitioned to a vegan diet and some other things like colonics to heal himself from high cholesterol and a compacted colon. John's journey to health inspired him to help others, including today's second guest, Megan Brophy. Megan's story is also amazing. Despite feeling healthy and energetic generally, while Megan was living on a diet of burgers and junk food, her chance meeting with John Sally changed her life. After going vegan and making major lifestyle changes, Megan discovered that her body was full of parasites, and these parasites were causing severe acne and all kinds of health issues. With perseverance and a parasite cleanse that you won't believe, Megan's skin cleared up and she continued to thrive on her healing journey. And today, she's a health coach doing the same thing that John helped her do all those years ago. Now, both John and Megan offer incredible insight into the power of nutrition and lifestyle changes to transform our health and our well being. They're perfect examples of taking your health back into your own hands. So sit back, relax, and enjoy these inspiring conversations on today's episode of Food Heals. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. So take us back to the beginning of your plant-based journey. This can be quick. I was I was born in a major. Uh, there's three dudes who are around. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, is your birthday coming up? It, it's past, but the Christians got it wrong. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, at Brooklyn Jewish Hospital, believe it or not. Uh, a fellow New Yorker. Wa- yeah. My mother wanted me to have... Uh, a moil do my circumcision so i just thought i'd let that out there since that's a, really yeah she was like i didn't like my brothers at king's county so she didn't like it so she took me to, she said, the jewish guys know how to get it right so we're gonna take you right to a rabbi the professionals yeah 
And they were like, man, so much to work with. Okay, then <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have a tool for this. Um, so then I, you know, my brothers play football. I played football. I got hit outside uh, in the cold. And I thought it was ridiculous that men were running into themselves and enjoying it. So I went into the gym where women were warm and wearing less clothes <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I just knew that I wanted to get out of my project in Brooklyn it wasn't that bad we were you know everyone was, oh man you're Brooklyn I always seen it different I had a great childhood uh, my parents worked uh, two you know my mother had two jobs my father had a job and a half or a really good job and, uh, and then I graduated from school as a top rated athlete in high school went to Georgia Tech uh Cut my teeth there. Graduated from Georgia Tech and played for Detroit Pistons. Won two championships. Then I went to Miami. Uh, found out what life was about. Then went to Toronto. Then went to Chicago. Found out what life is about. Wait, tell us more about that. When you're in Miami, <laughs> this is the only thing. It's Las Vegas without gambling, yeah, but a beach. So yeah. if you ever been to Las Vegas on Friday or Saturday, that's what it's like, and it's and it's constantly happening. I love the place, and. Uh, <clears throat> Then I quit at 32 years old. Like I, I said I was only going to play 10 years. And I did a pilot, TV pilot. And uh, I went and played in Greece. And uh, I did the pilot the summer after winning a championship with the Bulls. Then I went to Greece for six weeks to wow. play, quit. Should have come back and played uh, in the NBA. And not, instead, I just chilled and stayed out here in Hollywood until that was... 19 years ago until I was, you know, making it happen. I've done a bunch of shows and and acted. And, and I was a vegetarian in 91 when I was 27 years old. I, I went into microbiotics. Mm-hmm. I was a lying vegetarian. That's what I call them. A what? A lying. lying vegetarian. A lying vegetarian. I thought you said lying vegetarian. I was like, right. that's... That'd be crazy. That'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a skinny lion. <laughs> that's a good website name, Lion Vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, Lion Vegetarian. But I, and then I just decided a pot. I did a PSA for PETA eight years ago. And I just decided to never lie again when I turned 40. And I'm 51 now. So at 50, when I stopped lying, uh, it took 10 years to get it to the point where, you know, you literally say the truth without brutality. So I'm not brutally honest, I'm compassionately honest. Meaning, when you're quiet, you can hear more. So true. But if you don't speak up, you become part of the problem. So. <laughs> Mind equals blown through Hills Nation. <laughs> All right, so let's just go back to your plane ball and your doctor says, look. Oh yeah. You're not it. you're not doing so good. Yeah, Tell well, us about we're, that. we're brought on the change. Well, it was, uh, I went and had to get an insurance policy. Two, uh, earlier that year, I literally, my liver was, liver was, um, whatever, my LDL uh, was that of a 37-year-old man. I was 27. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to talk about pills. I'm not going to talk about that company, but they wanted to talk about pills and treatment. And I was like, well, how did this happen? And they were like, we don't know, just certain people genetically. That's the first thing the doctors give you a lie, and they want to blame it on your mother, father, grandfather, great-great-grandfather, the fact that you literally have problems with cholesterol. Well, there's a reason you have problem with cholesterol when you're an athlete is because 
they make you believe that egg whites are good for a human, right? right? They make you believe that you have these eggs and then you have sausage and you have some other carbohydrates and that's going to give you protein and that's going to make you stronger and keep going. What it does is it adds cholesterol, bad cholesterol to your body. And when I stopped eating chicken eggs or any kind of eggs, I stopped eating eggs, it changed what that was. It changed literally. And since then, since 1991, I've been working at detoxing my body. So for 25 years, I've been working on detoxing my body. For 27 years, I had intoxified my body like beyond liquor. Uh, the organs needed to be healed and worked on. So that's when I totally changed. Now I'm studying to be a holistic um, nutritionist, literally online. I'm taking this course online. That's awesome. Because everybody said, oh, you're a certified nutritionist? Like that makes a difference. <laughs> right. It doesn't make a difference. It and doesn't I, make a difference, but it does to that person. Right. Well, the <laughs> MBA said we bring you in, but you got to be a certified nutritionist. Right. Mm. And I go, why? Because well, you can't work with players and tell them what to do if you're not certified. I go, why? I just kept saying, why? And he was right. like, well, would you have a doctor work on you if he wasn't certified? I said, if he's a witch doctor. If yes. He, if he knows I'm more than witch I know. Doctors. Right. If he's a witch doctor, <laughs> if we in Haiti, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I got bit by a centipede. Uh, centipede. Somebody get this guy over here and get this going. Yeah, I would definitely. So just to shut up the naysayers, I'm just... You know, takes on the cost, go through the process. You know what that is? That's just a validation of how much you've read and spewed back. And you probably know it all. Right. And that's why I said I was like, uh, I've been over-reading. Like, it got to a point where I stopped reading novels. I was only involved in things with health and wellness. Like, I have every journal out of every medical company, out of the Mayo Medical, out of uh, Harvard, out of Yale, out of uh, UCLA, when they, anytime there's a change in something, I want to know about it. And I, that's what I'd rather focus on. Because you just want to make a difference in people's it's lives. It's just like being a Jesus freak or born again Christian. You just want everybody to for understand. Veggies. That's right. You want everybody for veggies. <laughs> now, what would veggies do? <laughs> so I understand why, because I've interviewed you before, but what is the reasoning behind holistic medicine being a vegan like why did you go that route what did you see in your life that really made you say i gotta make this change and here's why everyone else should high cholesterol i was going to sleep i was 27 and i was getting girls in my house and i was wanting to hug and cuddle <laughs> um i'm gonna get to that point i wanted to hug and cuddle we like hugging and cuddling right i know you do but i'm a male see this is this is so important that we say this Women like the calm, you know, purring type thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm a lion. So I would, you know, get on the back of a wonderful uh, lioness and then bite her neck mm -hmm. mentality. Not to kill her, but that it's just that's my mentality. I have the mentality and I have the fire of a male lion. Um, I started losing that. And it had to be something. And I kept saying, dude, like... He said, man, man, there's so many girls out there. Let's go home and go to sleep, man. Uh, man, you know what? Man, I just need one girl, man. Be that one girl in my life. You know, not saying that's a wrong thing for people. But at 27, that's not the thought process right. that's burning inside you. So this lady named Dr. Jewel Pukram, P-O-O-K-R-U-M, she said, you need a colonic. And I was like, yeah, okay. What's that? 
(laughs) (laughs) And when she told you, your response was... What's that? And she was like, well, we're going to uh, fill your body with warm water and then we're going to release that and fill it with uh, cooler water. We're going to make your colon uh, expand and and it was going to make it contract and I was like how are you going to do that <laughs> <laughs> like I hear you lady but man that's a lot of water to drink yeah and you ain't going to be drinking it homie uh, but you are going to drink it and you are going to be hydrated and she took and she had this beautiful old house in downtown Detroit, in the middle of Detroit by Wayne State and the lady in there went upstairs this older lady around 70 something years old but looked around 50, so maybe wow. 48. So, so how long did it take you to actually get on board with that? Immediately. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's funny because in my real life, in my in my regular life, well, in my everyday life, that's a better way of saying it, I don't like my anus touched. So... <laughs> most people don't, most men don't. Not true. Some do. <laughs> depends on the situation. Yeah, it depends on the situation, and then, you know... It, how much vegan vine you 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 had to drink that night? You can do a lot of things. And go, oh, that's interesting. Um, but no, that's just not my. So taste. she explained to you the benefit of how it's going to help you, and you're like, I'll try it. No, she said this is what you need to do in order for you to live. And she didn't she didn't give me a choice. She said you came here. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it naturally because they wanted to give me pills, and I watched my parents go from insulin shots to every kind of medicine and, and that just seems to be the migration of you know you have these strong Africans living in America but then when they get to 40 and 50 they become sickly mm-hmm. and I kept saying it has to be something other than just my cousin you know some yeah. of the strongest people in the world we yeah. came across during the middle passage you know, uh, over a hundred, that hundred million Africans died in the Middle Passage, something like that, some crazy number like that, and over a hundred years of uh, slave trading. So, the ones who made it to America were the strongest people in the world. We just have to be, you know, to to live through that, and then to live through what we're living through, and then to still shine. You just got to be strong. And I kept wondering why we, I was so weak, and everybody in my family was dying from cancer. And then I realized we all had the same recipes. Yep. We were all eating the same places, buying the same foods, putting things together, adding mixture of salt, pepper, refined sugar, bleached products, uh, Vaseline. You know, all these things that are inside our house was killing us. Mm-hmm. And she explained that. And then when I sat there and I saw this older white woman about to put this tube in my butt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'm here. I'm like, all right, let's see what it is. And I'm like trying to fight it. She goes, nah, just relax. And she said, trust me, I've been doing this for 40 years. And I was like, two people? She said, no, I've been getting colonics and doing colonics for 40 years. And I looked at her. And what year was this? This was 1991. 91, since and the 50s. L- yeah, and this lady was 72 years old. Wow. So I was like, really? He goes, yeah, first I started off as a nurse, and we used to give high colonics. Yeah. And then we started uh, high enemas. Um, where they well, they started in World War II. Yeah. So she was way back. And yeah. so I was like, she goes, yeah, I've been doing this 30 years. I know what I'm doing. And it was the best elimination. And when I went into micro- macrobiotics, I went down to like 219 pounds. I was only 235. And I, my cousin said I looked like a black match running up and down. 
<laughs> a burnt match running up and down the court. But it literally made me feel better. I went through a really bad breakup. <clears throat> and she told me I had to get all the parasites of that emotion out of my body. Of the breakup. Of all of it. Because she kept saying, why are you angry? Why are you this? Why are you violent? My daughter is 27 now and she's going through it. She can't get out of her own way. She can't stop mm-hmm. crying. And I was like, I have to help you clean. You have to cleanse those parasites out that hold that emotion that you literally swallowed. Yeah. I really believe that too. Because like, if somebody does something to piss you off, first thing you do is you hold your breath and you swallow. You clench your jaw. Mm-hmm. And that goes down to whatever parasite and you tell your, your body, I right, hold this right here. And then when you get so mad, like I tell people, you can get so mad that your stomach tightens up, your nose flares, hair goes up on your back that wasn't even there, and your fist clenches. That's literally how your body is designed. So I removed those parasites that make me want to do that. Now, however you come at me, I first observe you, like I said, and then I say, hmm, should I honor, should I bless them with an answer or not? And go back to the Dalai Lama. He said, sometimes not getting your way is an unbelievable blessing. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, Man, I want to go to that club. Man, I couldn't go out tonight. I didn't have no money. My car wasn't working. Next thing you know, five people shot at the nightclub. And such as he was like, oh, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. Right? It seems like all those things are obstacles. But really, those things are put there to... I look at different. I look at it differently. It's not the glass is half full or half empty. It's just not enough water for the glass. I love that, and I love how advanced your doctor was at that time to suggest these things to you, like colonics and emotional healing. And what would you say is this part of your spiritual practice, like your beliefs in this type of work? As I get older, and it was a trip because I was wondering if I was an atheist. Well, I'm not an atheist. I was just realizing that every choice made is made by you. Hmm. Every single choice. The choice to be a Christian, a Jew, a Muslim, a Hindi, a Jinn, uh, whatever, your choice. Mm-hmm. To follow that practice, your choice. But most of the time, we are put into practices of spirituality because of our parents. Like I said, the basis of what you think God is, is literally put into you because they, they believe that, so they tell you. So I try to erase when I had this conversation with myself, I went to, I did this show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. It was 28 days in the jungle. And to everybody else, it was just for the show. But me, I needed to get away. Mm. I had to disconnect because I was literally going crazy. Um, so when I disconnect, no cell phone, no telephone, uh, no, no television, no, no music, nothing. And they, you're allowed to have one thing. And I had a small Sony camera. And I had to say Sony because they paid for that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would take pictures and stuff. And then I was like, this ain't enough. I need a pad. And I wrote down everything. And I wrote my whole manifesto for better life. So better life stands for better eating today, tomorrow, always. So it was better. It had to make it ebonic because uh, somebody owned better. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like better, better. Yeah, I like better. So... That was it. And so I wrote the better burger. And I was like, how do I make a better burger? And to show you how life changes. Uh, that was in 2009. In 2015, at Seed Miami, I was one of the judges of the first vegan burger competition. 
And cool. I sat there and was like, I knew better burger was coming because I'm an American. I want to grab a burger, mm-hmm. eat a fry, right. sip on a shake, and sit on the couch. But I don't want to get fat. <laughs> so the only way of doing that <laughs> is to have a vegan burger, have uh, organic potatoes dried in air without olive oil, maybe a little bit of coconut oil, grapeseed, and have literally a shake with cashew and bananas and avocados and dates uh that's literally food that my body can use as opposed to my body has to store. So back to the spirituality. I just started realizing as I read the Bible, I was very religious when I was growing up. As I read the Bible, I realized that the only people that are going to inherit the earth are the humble and the meek. It says so in Psalms 37, 10 and 11, it said a little while longer, the wicked should be no more, the meek shall inherit the earth. And then in Matthew 12, 1, it talks about the humble, being humble will inherit the, the greatness of the world. So when I realized that all the things they said, those two things, and every time we talk about great men and women, they have been humble and meek. Sister Teresa, Gandhi, mm-hmm. um, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, uh, Che Rivera, they have been humble to the fact of saying, I'm not as I'm not that important. The after effect is more important. Those humble people are the ones we remember. Those meek ones who stepped in and said, "I'm not going to be a part of this." Like I said, if you don't say anything, you're part of the problem. So, but if you say something that adds to it or adds fire to it, it's another thing. So that's my spirituality piece. I look at everything as I am the best person I can possibly be to me and the out and the outcome of that is everybody in the world gets the best person I can possibly be. Food Heals Nation, do you ever feel sluggish or low energy throughout your day? Would your day be a bit better if you had more mental clarity and more energy to focus on doing the things that light you up? That is what Rise by Cure Nutrition was made for. So what is Rise? Rise is a nootropic blend of functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and broad-spectrum CBD that was actually custom-formulated by Cure's in-house clinical herbalist over the course of a year. This powerful blend contains these crazy, amazing, effective ingredients like lion's mane, cordyceps, mushrooms, rhodiola, and ginseng. And all of these work synergistically together to give you that mental clarity, that mental performance without jitters, without the crash that you sometimes get with caffeine or your, you know, your daily latte. So if you're like me, you like to be laser focused on your goals, but there's all these things that can take us out, phone notifications, right? People needing your attention. And so when I want that laser focus, I absolutely turn to rise because I have goals that I'm going to accomplish this year. And I know you do too. So if you're ready to say goodbye to caffeine or just replace one of your lattes throughout the day and say hello to extended mental clarity and mental performance and laser focus, head on over to curednutrition.com. Use the coupon code foodheals at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. Again, it's curednutrition.com and coupon code foodheals. And not only that, but you can even save an additional 10% 
with the Daily Dose Bundle. That is the Cured Nutrition's bundle of Rise, Aura, and Zen. I just told you about the Rise, and then of course the Aura is for your gut health, which we talk about that all the time on Food Heals. We need to always be improving our gut health. And then of course, I think you've heard me talk about Zen as well, and that is for a good night's sleep. So you can save your 20%, and if you want to save an additional 10 and get some extra products, you can get the Daily Dose Bundle, the Rise, Aura, and the Zen. Again, it's all over at curednutrition.com. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS. There's a a girl who I've been working with for three years, and I'm going to definitely hook you guys up because you need her on your podcast. Cool. Because you're going to hear somebody who, she's 34 or 35, she had for 25, 30 years a hamburger every day. (gasps) Cheeseburger. No vegetables. She didn't start eating vegetables. She had a couple, like peas here or whatever, until she met me. Wow. And she literally sent me a picture of an avocado with seven seasoned salt on it. She goes, look what I'm eating. I wouldn't even know what this was and let alone eat it. And she was uh, a drinker and a cigarette smoker. And so she's going through this huge parasite purge mm. in the past two days. She was like, I feel terrible and I'm dying for a cigarette and I just want a whole bunch of candy. But I know what it is. I know. She said, I'm seeing the mucus in my poop. I'm, I'm, she's taking pictures of the parasites that are coming out. Wow. And catching it and taking it. She's documenting this whole piece. And you would love to hear her name, Megan Brophy. Um, and one of the things that I was cool with Megan about is I kept saying, so your parents are Catholic. She goes, yeah. And I go, oh, we got so much work. She goes, oh, what do you mean by that? I go, you don't go to church? She goes, no, nah, my brother goes, my mother and father goes every Sunday, and then they sing in the choir, and they do all this thing, and they have they have their routine. And I go, and you don't have that routine? She goes, no, I'm the black sheep of the family. I said, well, you're the sexy one in the family? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? No, I'm the black sheep. I was like, well, there's very rare black sheep, so that must mean you're the sexy one in the family. She was like, wow, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I said, if you don't see it that much, doesn't mean it's a bad thing. That means it's a rare thing, like a black swan. So I, I kept saying that to her. Not wasn't playing words on being black and white. I just kept saying, the fact that you are the rare one means that you must be doing it correctly because yeah. they're all following suit. I'm just trying to say, the more you deny yourself of anything on this planet while you're alive is a sin. That's Especially if it's something that truthfully, honestly, within you is something that you are pulled to. Right. So going all the way back to it, because uh, we, we got lost. For women, <clears throat> and I'll go back. This is why I want you to interview Ma- uh, Megan Brophy. Don't worry. You're going to love the conversation when you get to her. Sounds awesome. <clears throat> she said, okay, you're the only one I can talk to about this because you have me. And it's three years of her calling me, crying me. This is bull. I can't believe you made me make a pledge. Then I, and I was like, if you break the pledge, we're still going to be cool. I'm cool with our father and everybody. Uh, we're going to be cool, but I'm not going to hear you anymore. And I'm not and what interested. was the pledge? That you had to do what we set out to do. Okay. Like once it was the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah. And I said that to her. And so it's changing her lifestyle. Right. It completely. So to the fact where Thanksgiving was bad for her because all she hears is people telling her how wrong she is and how this and this and this and this and their family's beating on her. Yeah. And I go, that's because you talk too much. 
And she goes, no, uh, well, you know, I said, why'd you tell him you were having parasites? Well, it was amazing. I had parasites coming out of my bum. I said, but why'd you tell anybody? Well, I had to tell somebody. And I go, why? Like, I keep asking people, why do you think you need to be the Tribune? Like, why do you have to be the one to talk? She, She goes, well, I'm going to tell you everything that's changed. She says, my complete B.O. has changed. She goes, I didn't stink. But if we were out working it and dancing or working out, you'd be like, whew, you need mm-hmm. to take a shower. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't have that. When you're eating things and you have less toxins or less toxins in your lower intestines, you don't smell like a garbage can. Or the garbage can has no reason to smell. And if you eat animal products, you're eating decaying carcass. So what usually when something dies, we bury it or burn it. You're eating it. So it has rigor mortis has to start inside your body. Mm. I know it sounds crazy, but it's already, as soon as the animal died, it, the universe says, we're heading this species, this avatar to rigor mortis, and we need it outside, and it's going to start dissipating, turning colors, turning into ash, losing, and then flies are going to come because that was a part of it. They're going to sit on top of it, lay maggots. The maggots eat it, make more flies. And that's how it is. Like the the idiot that shot Cecil. Mm. What they said is they had to leave Cecil's body where it was for the rest of the animals that were scavengers to scavenge from it and then the rest of it to sink into the ground where it's supposed to go. That's what happens when you kill an animal. But when they kill an animal and eat the animal and put it inside of them, the rigor mortis doesn't stop. It's still going through. And so that's the smell that you're getting when people have the worst eliminations and the worst poops and they got the, the biggest pimples. And so as soon as I see people, I look at them and I go, oh, I know what it is, how to attack it. So when I see females, once I get out of it, I also remove deodorant. And it's another thing. Once I get them to sweat, like we go to infrared, we get them to sweat, we get them to stretch, don't use any deodorant. And it goes, what that? I said, that way you can smell, we can tell what's happening. And a gallon of water, a gallon, a half a gallon of water for a female per day, and I got to say female, I'm always doing that. You will check out the most different smell your body will ever put out. So how many glasses is that? Put this into perspective. Glasses that is, eight ounces. This, this is a glass? Yeah. This is a... A 12 I think, ounce glass, I think a right? gallon is 64 ounces. Yeah, no, I'm 60, sorry. It's 128 ounces. 120 so a half a gallon ounce. is 64. So you would have literally six of these? Yeah. Right? Six of these. A little uh, of, uh, This is a glass. Less, is the same thing. And, and that's probably a lot more than most people or most women are used to have. Every hour from 7 o'clock in the morning. This is the way of doing it. When you wake up in the morning and you know you wake up and you go, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. But you got a husband. So you have to go to the bathroom before him or after him. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what happens is I have people get really good water and put it by the bed, 32 ounces. And throughout the night or before you go to sleep, you drink half a glass of water, four, eight ounces of water. You sip it. That calms your heart down. It lessens the chance of you having a heart attack. And understand this, females, women usually can only have one heart attack. They're more fatal when the heart attacks I don't know why that is. Maybe they got bigger hearts. So it's it's at that point. Uh, so it stops from that. It helps you dissipate gas and it relaxes you. In the morning, as soon as you wake up and you sit on the edge of the bed and you stretch and you get up, you go, oh, I got to pee like a racehorse. Don't pee yet. 
grab the rest of the water and drink it, which is usually like 18 ounces to 30 ounces of water. Just sit around and goggle. go, go, go as much as you can, breathing in and out of your nose while drinking. And everybody goes, why do that? Well, as soon as you turn your body upright, just imagine it's like Jenga, like all kind of things are moving. <laughs> and then when you put that water in, the body now says, oh, man, we've been dehydrated all night. We've been cleaning all night. You put the water in, and as soon as you go, you will eliminate the best you've ever eliminated. You will pee really good, and you'll feel awake. So now you got 32 ounces of water that has passed through your system. So every hour you drink, like I, I bring a gallon, and it says 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. It, you just see the date. So I look at it, and I go, oh, I'm going to put, I've been up 12 hours today. All along, if I wake up at 6.30, I stay up about 16 hours a day. I drink literally that much water. You know, it's so important, and I feel like one thing I want to point out about what you said, my friend Lindsay swears by the morning thing. And what she taught me, and I also swear by it, is it has to be room temperature. Right. Cold water will not do it. Your tea will not do it. Nothing else is going to do it. It's got to be room temperature. I don't know if you know the science yes, behind I that. Yes, I do. But that is like the key. The science behind room temperature is just understand your body. So when your body needs to stay at 98.6 degrees, when you drink cold water, that's below freezing. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you put it in, your body says, hey, we got to heat up to keep the heart and the liver warm because we put all this cold stuff in. So your body doesn't assimilate that as a liquid because it is using the liquid and the heat from your hands and your feet and your ears and all to warm your body up. Mm -hmm. So if you drink hot stuff, it cools your body down. So people say, oh, I just gotta get something hot into my, no, you want the hot on your hand and around your face. That's why they sip coffee or hot chocolate that way because it's hot on their hand. If you have room temperature, it's like, hey man, um, where do I put this? Extra, what you call it? Oh, yeah, we need that. Bring that in right here. It was cold, man. Hey, put it over there in the heater till it heats up. Hey, it's hot. They put it in the refrigerator till it cools down. However, vice versa. But if it's room temperature and it's the temperature your body can deal with, it doesn't have to do either or. It will use it. Plus, your body literally, if it's cold, it freezes the liver and stops the liver from working. I know that in, in Chinese medicine, it's always room temperature. They yeah. don't use ice. Yeah. And even when they give you tea, it's not burning hot. Yeah. It's, it's warm. Right. It's warm or room temp. So That's right. Never cold. Because it's it's literally when you're putting in, like some people try to come out and talk against green tea. Green tea kills free radicals. Sperm are free radicals in your body. So no more green tea? For men. Wow. It calm, it yes, I do not but know. free radicals were parts of cells that were bu- busted up. Yeah, but when, so sperms literally looks like, the way they look, it, it's called calming. In, in Asian medicine, uh-huh. when you drink green tea, right? It calms you, it kills free radicals, it helps uh, keep your, your cells in line. Yeah. But it also, for men, we need a large amount of zinc to right. keep building the sperm cells. Oysters. Right. But it's so funny, I remember that when I would eat uh, shrimp and oysters and say all that stuff, but then I would try to play. If it was like I had arthritis in my knees. Uh-huh. And this one lady was like, that's because you eat shellfish. Oh, what are you talking about? She goes, you know, fish is good for you. She goes, no. I said, it tastes good. She goes, the butter tastes good. Mm. And I said, hmm. She said, the butter and the garlic taste good. Mm-hmm. She said, once it passes the back of your tongue. 
you don't know you no longer know what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. She said if it tastes so good, eat it, chew it, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, man, that's the, you know how for my she said, right, it's not good for your insides. It may be yeah. good for your taste and your parasites that need that taste, but not an outside. And I'm only telling you that about green tea. I'm not talking negative against it. It's so you're just, saying for men? For men, one of the best things to do is to have lime in your water, um, stretch, and literally drink as much water as possible. The more water you drink will help you disperse gas and feces in your low intestines and large intestines. So when the time is to perform, the blood doesn't say, let's stop at the stomach and get a bite and fix that, help the body get it out. It goes straight to the Johnson. And he goes, where do you want us, sir? Um, <laughs> Good to know. Well, we, well, we're in a DP today, so. Uh. We're here to work. <laughs> yes. Between you, John, and Dr. Khan, we should just do a whole episode on sex and how to keep it until you're over 50, because he was talking about that last time, and this is just great information because I preach green tea I'm like drink your green tea like I think I've always had it as so healing so this is yeah. brand new information for well me. it's not bad healing it's just it calms men mm-hmm. and you, like I talk about you wanting that fire in your belly uh, ginseng tea has fire in your belly and that's good for men's prostate it helps shrink the prostate Yeah, green tea is not a bad thing it's a calming tea but for the fire that you want you wouldn't say, hey, baby, you know, we're going to get it on tonight right after this green tea. Here's your green tea. <laughs> I'm going to have some chamomile. Y'all going to be <laughs> Woo, we had great sex last night. So I want to ask you about different diets because I know we were talking about the seafood and the shellfish. And there's a lot of people that go vegetarian but still eat seafood. And now there's this huge paleo movement. And what do you think about that? Like, can you give me the counter argument to all yes. the paleos that are coming to me and going, well, I believe everything you believe, but I'm paleo, and I go, but that's not the Right. Same. It's not true. Um, and I explain this to a lot of people when they say, well, we're hunters and gatherers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not totally true either. Uh, we were farmers and harvesters. Instead and, of hunters and gatherers. Exactly. It's not like... It has a different connotation. It really does. And when you would kill an animal let's just go to the indians they used every single bit of the animal when they kill it just like they do now we use every single bit of the animal when they kill it mm-hmm. there's nothing thrown away um even the blood is used to when they say the rich flower it's enriched with blood that's why uh observing kosher jews don't touch that kind of stuff because it has animal blood in it mm. um, when they say that it's easier to farm than it is to kill an animal and store it. You have to salt it, place it. There's so many ways you have to learn to do it. You can't, if you bury it, like it's amazing, they kill a pig in Hawaii, then they bury it, then they take it out and then they cook it. That's a, that, That's what I said. I said, well, what happens? What is the point? I don't get it. I, I said the same thing. I said, did y'all, bu- yeah, you bury it. Like that's a it, religious ceremonial thing? I have no idea <laughs> what <laughs> it happens to be. But, when they talk about paleo diet, well, you know, our ancestors, cavemen, like, that's not true. It's just not, it's not the case. Uh, all the pictures you see of cavemen and, and dinosaurs and, and, you know, people thinking this was going to happen, saber-toothed tigers, they think that bedrock 
the Flintstones. It's real. <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's not. It's not real, and that's not how it worked. And you can always see. You would see anytime they would show movies, if you wanted to see it in the movies, people were farming. The goats were eating the grass to keep the grass in front of your house uh, cool. Uh, only time they ate animals is in sacrifice to God or whatever God they were worshiping, and everybody ate from it. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't kill an animal every day because you, you, you can't, one, massacre it, butcher it, cook it, and store it. So I remember I talked to my mother who was born in 1923, and I said, what was the biggest invention in your life? She said the refrigerator. Because you can store things. Because you can store things, and you can your food was different. You didn't have to shop every day. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really said, interesting. Yeah. I said, how do you feel about it? She said, well, I tell you, I got fat when I got a refrigerator. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, ma. She goes, yeah, I got fat when. She goes, they used to bring milk daily, mm-hmm. and then they started pasteurizing it and putting it in the grocery store. Right. And blew me away when she said that. And I said, they didn't pasteurize it before. She goes, no, that's how they got rid of the milkman with pasteurization so it can live on the shelf. That is so sad. But they destroyed all the enzymes right. in the milk. Are you a proponent of raw milk? No. Some people are that are on, on the vegan side. So what's your argument for or against? Not my mother, not my milk. Love it. So tell us about that, because I feel like that's so important. Yeah. People think, I have to have milk to build strong bones, because milk does a body good. I was that person when I was 20 years old at a chiropractor, and he goes, you are allergic to dairy, you need to stop eating dairy. And I said, milk does a body good. What are you talking about? Right. Like, completely brainwashed. So let's talk about that, because the mother's milk is made to make that baby calf grow. Right. If I tell my friends that, they don't get it. So I want them to hear it from you. Okay, so here. <laughs> So let me explain milk, a human milk. So the nipples, if you see your areola, you see those lines on your nipples, right? Mm-hmm. When you get cold or excited, they draw up and the nipple gets hard. Mm-hmm. Well, the baby's lips or your lips, you see the same grooves. If you get close enough to your lips and to your nipple, same material. So when the baby connects onto that, it literally is sending signals to the mother when it needs potassium, when it needs calcium, when it needs iron, when it needs um, vitamin C, vitamin E, because it's telling them this is what we need and it's coming out of the mom. So it's important to build her immune system and that's where the baby is getting its immune system. So whatever you have problems with you in your immune system, lower intestines, is going to be passed to your unborn child and to your newborn child. Now, with that being said, that's why breast milk is so important. And it works for humans. Right. Is why I can drink and partake of any other female's breast milk because it would help humans grow. But I'm already grown. I no longer need to grow anymore. I don't need you to give me that sauce. Once I got teeth and was able to walk on my own and stand on my own, I no longer needed to get this the, the calcium sauce from you, from the female breast, I can now get it from my foods. When you eat animal milk, it's all of them, especially a cow, it has so many things inside of it that you cannot use. So drinking it, you can't use it. You're not getting it. 
it's literally breaking down in this lactose and this casein inside your body that your body is literally using calcium to digest this stuff that's supposed to be full of calcium. Right. It's full of calcium for a calf to go from being a newborn calf to a 250-pound calf. And if you then put milk in front of it, it will knock it over. Like a calf will, that's the most aggressive it would be. It will walk toward it and knock it over, letting you know this is not for drinking. Mm-hmm. You understand? Plus, smarter it's, than us. It's not coming from the source it needs to come to. If they... If you want to get milk and you're a calf, you lean under your mom and you suckle mm-hmm. just like you would do if you were a baby. So that's why the milk is no good. It may use, oh, but it tastes so good. It really doesn't taste good. It's, it's the things inside of it that your body is used to getting for that taste. One of the biggest things, and they spoke about it, um, is when they started talking about too much fat in, in the foods. They made this thing called skim milk. That's what I grew up on. Right. Drank it every single day. Thought I was being so healthy. Had well, no idea. Right. And they make the rest of the skim into cheese, mm-hmm. which was, I got a new cheese coming out, man, called Violite. Oh, Violife, you do? Yeah. I literally got this guy with 750 pizza plot, uh, parlors who is going to make a vegan pizza. Oh, and he went to this other company. I won't mention the name because they're not one of our sponsors. Uh, and I stopped him and I said, if you want to be ahead of the game, you'd be the first using this cheese before everyone else uses it. It comes out of Greece. It's made out of coconut oil. It's called Violife. Nice. It is. It tastes exactly like mozzarella. Like I took it to Marbury Street. I had it cut up and I stood outside and no one, I stood with two pizzas. And everybody was like, I want to slice it. No one knew it was vegan pizza. Oh, this wow. is like so exciting. We oh, can convert yeah. the unconverted with this. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I just, but, and this is the deal. Like, you go in places now. I went to a steakhouse in Toronto, uh, Harbor 60. He goes, hey, um, John Sally's coming. He's a vegan. He says, he's a vegan? Yeah. Everybody wanted to eat from my plate. Really? Everybody. And he was like, well, let me taste it. And I go, taste what? I said, it's just vegetables. He goes, but he made yours look pretty. Like, I said, yeah, you just got a, a dead piece of ass on your plate. <laughs> You got the that, that I can tell that's the ass of the cow right there. It looked like somebody slapped it right there, uh, and then uh, so everybody tasted it. It's like, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's just vegetables. I go, mm, that's all you're gonna have. I said, that's all I'm gonna need. I don't take what I don't need. I only take what I need. Take all you want, but eat all you take. So mm-hmm. take exactly what's enough for you. And going back to the skim milk, what were you gonna say about that? I just said, just when they skim it and they find every which way, one of my Really good friends, beautiful girl, man. I'm not gonna say her name, Montana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, you know, her family got into trucking. They were into trucking, and she was a model in New York. And you know, she liked the bottle, and so she, you know, was trying to detox. She went there, started working with her dad, and their business in the last five years went from um, like five hundred thousand dollars a year to twelve million dollars a year in trucking, just animals. Back and forth to oh slaughterhouses. That's how many she was going. She was like, "Dude, when you come up here to Wyoming, I just want to let you know." I said, "I'm never coming." She was like, "What?" I said, "I'm never coming to Wyoming as long as you guys are slaughtering, uh, are aiding and abetting the murder of animals." Good for you. She's like, "Wow." I said, "No." I come and man, look at my backyard. We got you know, we got these. We're doing this and then. Y'all are gonna eat some slaughtered animal, or we're getting all that from. It's like 
It's like saying, hey, my family was the one who ran the trains in um, in Germany in the 40s. You know, we the ones that caught it to Jews back and forth. To the, that, I don't want to know that family. I don't mm-hmm. want to be involved with anybody that was involved in that. Right. And that's the way I look at it. And what's your slogan that you always say, there's not one reason? I said, no animal has to die for me to live. No, not at all. It just makes no sense. You know, it's like in Madagascar. That was the you see that first one, and all of a sudden, when Ben Still is playing the lion, and he's looking at the other, he's they're on a different eye. He's like, I feel funny, yeah. <laughs> and he's like wanting to eat them, and they were like, What's wrong with you? He's like, I don't know, but I feel really <laughs> funny. Like he's sneaking up behind the zebra. And Chris Rock is like, Hey man, focus. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons through Disney. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you cannot deny your inside. But then he became a vegetarian, so it was good. Who knew? The lion, Ben oh. Stiller. Was that Chris, like Chris Rock? Was Chris, Rock was a, Chris Rock was a zebra, and Ben Stiller oh. was the lion. And the lion was all of a sudden kept being around. He said, why are you behind me? Like, what's wrong with you? He said, I feel funny. He said, stop feeling funny. You know, that was, they were making it like it was sexual. Yeah. He was like, no, I want to really devour you. Like, <laughs> All right, to hear the rest of the interview with John Sally was actually a two-part series interview. You can listen to the original interview on episodes 54 and 55 of Food Heals. Food Heals Nation, this shocking series was brought to you by our friends at Organifi, and I have a special for you. I don't know how long this is going to last, so go check it out right now. Of course, you know it's all over at OrganifiShop.com slash Food Heals. Right now, you can get pure for free, a 30 count of travel packs when you purchase the Sunrise to Sunset Kit. Plus, you get my 20% off, as always, plus you get free shipping. So again, that is the Sunrise to Sunset Kit, which includes the green juice, the red juice, and the gold, which is the perfect way to get your nutrition in throughout your day. It's three simple steps to transform your entire day with your detoxifying morning reset, that's the green juice, an afternoon energy boost, that's the red juice, and a nighttime relaxation tea, and that of course is the Organifi Gold, and that tastes like, to me, a turmeric tea latte. I love it. I swear by it. I live by it. You know this. So again, head on over to OrganifiShop.com slash foodheals and purchase the Sunrise to Sunset Kit. You're going to get free pure travel packs, 30 counts. So 30 counts, you can take those pure on the road with you and you're going to save 20% off your order, of course, because you got the coupon code foodheals plus free shipping. If you want to learn more about Organifi, I went straight to the source for you. Here is a clip from my interview with Mae Steigler, CEO of Organifi. Roll it, Roxy. Let's talk about adaptogens, May. How exactly do adaptogens work in the body? Like, How do we feel and experience the health benefits of these superfoods and adaptogens that are included in Organifi products? So good. And so importantly to take a look at understanding how to kind of expect and anticipate the benefits of including superfoods and adaptogens in your diet. Today, as you try a lot of new products that many consumers are trying adaptogens and superfoods for the first time. And I think so important to take a look at this closely and really first and foremost, recognizing that these are whole foods, uh, adaptogens, normally botanicals and herbs and mushrooms and amazingly powerful superfoods to support your body 
staying in balance and staying in homeostasis. Uh, and that's really like hormone balanced, um, stress resilient state that it naturally can be in. And the body works very hard to stay in that state. So these superfoods and adaptogens really support your body staying in balance. It's kind of like a, an upper hand and a, a little, um, a little support, <laughs> which is wonderful and really powerful. Different than I'll contrast that different than let's say stimulants like caffeine or, um, or even pharmaceuticals that have a, a direct effect not necessarily working with the body, but uh, making a change kind of on the body. So I think really powerfully um, understanding the benefit of adaptogens as taking time, typically like up to 30 days or, or even 60 days of consistent use to help the body come back into balance. It's really working with your body to ideally experience an optimal state of well-being. And as we're talking to new consumers or new customers and community members, I always kind of offer this perspective to take a look at and kind of take take stock in your, you know, how are you currently sleeping? How is your digestion? How is your energy levels as you try on new superfoods? And then really importantly, and, you know, with Organifi, we're really passionate about having research-backed, clinically proven ingredients in our products so that you can feel the benefits of more energy if you take red juice, better sleep if you're taking the gold and, you know, the evening routine of maybe chocolate gold and after dinner or something, or um, the stress reducing and stress balancing benefit of green juice with the 600 milligrams of ashwagandha in there. So I think really importantly, recognizing that adaptogens and superfoods take time to work with your body, and it's really important to consume them consistently. And then really looking to those overarching, I would say, like, uh, mile markers or like goalposts for optimum health and living digestion, sleep, energy, mood for hormone balancing, and recognizing that those are the areas that you're going to look to and anticipate feeling the benefit of superfoods. And I'm really passionate for um, kind of educating and supporting consumers, picking products that they can depend on getting results from. And that's like looking for quality, looking for, you know, certified um, third party testing with ingredients to ensure you're getting the quality that you're looking for when you incorporate them and something I'm really passionate about with Organifi. Yeah, well, I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that about Organifi. Food Heals Nation, our body is always striving for homeostasis, that perfect balance, and we can give it the helps help that it needs with these superfoods and adaptogens. So go get your Organifi on at OrganifiShop.com slash Food Heals, and you'll get 20% off your order. May, thank you so much for being here. My absolute treat. Thank you. Next up, we're talking to Megan Brophy, who has quite the shocking story about how she got rid of her parasites. Trigger warning, Food Heals Nation, it does get graphic, but the heal is real, and I think it's something everyone needs to know. All right, roll it, Roxy. Well, so I'm doing a cleanse right now. I have parasites. We all do. It's cool. Exactly. You like look it's, embarrassed, but it's like, it's guess fun, what? Yeah. Probably 95% of Americans who aren't regularly cleansing have parasites. And even us holier than thou vegans who eat the most healthy diet and drink water all day. Guess what? You have pets, you have parasites. Exactly. Period. I've got two dogs. I'm sure I have parasites. Exactly. Ugh. And so with that, I've been on a, I'm on the final kick of cleansing. And so the cleanse that I'm on is a highly alkaline cleanse, like I can have grapes, but they have to have the seeds in them. I can oh. have water. You know, all the fruits that I have to have have to be real. Mm. And so by when I mean real, I mean with seeds in them. And so with that, a lemon is considered a hybrid fruit. Hmm. So she said I can have limes, but not lemons. Who oh, is yeah. she? Do you have a um, nutritionist or someone guiding you? I do. It's actually, I don't know if you guys know Dr. Zavi. Savi. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's Dr. Sabi. It's his daughter. Oh, wow. Who I believe is taken over for his program. So oh, wow. I am on her whole cleanse, which is amazing. And it's just of- for parasites? No, they focus on a pretty much everything from A to Z. I am doing that for the parasites. That's my reason of going to her. How did um, you know you had parasites? It's been a long journey. So when I first actually went vegan, and I never had acne growing up. I was not one of those people. And I was 32 when I went vegan. And all of a sudden, I started to break out in crazy adult onset acne. Which wow. is the which is the toxins coming out because you were yeah. on an extreme cleanse. Exactly. And I'm not just talking like green, pustule, deep, wow. cystic and I'm a waitress and all these people have known me my whole life. Right. They're all like, what is going on over there? And it's like, I don't know. And I you're like, know. it's not a good testament to my new vegan diet. And, and everybody, <laughs> everybody daily, just you should go back to eating meat. You should oh go back to vegan. You know, I mean, it was, that's when you, you, you got to stay the path because yes. all of your friends will bring you down. Yes. You know, it, yeah. it's, it was a really tough walk and that was the number one comeback. Just go back to eating meat. You, you never looked like that when you ate meat. Oh, so wow. you, you know, and so. I stuck it out and it was about three years. And John kept saying, he's like, you have parasites. That's parasites. But then it was so intense and so gnarly that a part of him was like, I'm I'm not sure if this is really parasites or something else. But you know what I mean? From day one, he would say parasites. And I looked at him like he was crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, I have parasites. Like, what? whatever. And granted, I'm a traveler, which most people, you know, is because of your traveling. But like you said, in this day and age, you got animals, you eat sushi, you eat pork. Yeah. You're pretty much guaranteed you but got But we can parasites. get it from food. I mean, from vegetables yeah, and fruit, exactly. too. I mean, yeah, parasites no, none everywhere. Of us are, I mean, yeah, we all yeah. should be doing parasite cleanses twice a year yes. just to be vegan, not vegan, everybody. I'm about to. You got to do a lot of garlic. It's, they're fun. <laughs> Pumpkin seeds, garlic, papaya, yep. papaya seeds. I got it. Um, and so with that... My face was still going off and I was going to dermatologist and doctor, everything. And everybody just wanted to give me retin-A, benzoyl peroxide and sulfur. And right. I'd be like, but there's green pus coming out of my face. Like that's an infection. That's not mm. acne. There's something going on, but I, I couldn't get anybody to go further. And so with that, all of a sudden my big toe broke out <gasps> in this, like what I kind of thought was athlete's foot for a minute. And it was like two weeks and it's now like spreading and I'm putting athlete's foot cream on it and it is just not going away. And so one night I text John a photo and I'm like, you still think it's athlete's foot? And he was like, I am coming over. Oh my God. And And this is an athlete you're asking. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) And I I got athlete's foot. Exactly. (laughs) Do, Do you recognize athlete's foot? Do you still think this is it? And it was like, no, 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 I'm coming over. And so he came over and basically his way of his explaining it to me was it's like herpes on your foot. So they're trying to find a way out. Well, where- the skin Whoa. is the largest organ, and it's our largest organ of detox. Yeah. So that's why we sweat. It's all coming out. That's why we break out. It's all coming out. So when we detox, and this is an extreme case, yes. that's the only time when I, because I never break out, but that's the only time when I start to notice things. It might be on my arm. It might be on my face or something. That's when it happens. Otherwise, yes. it doesn't happen to me because I'm a lot less toxic than I used to be. But this sounds like a super extreme case. Like you had 
something that was trying to well, get and out. And because I was so toxic within, yeah. they had the best environment ever. Yeah. I, I drank beer. I ate burgers. You fed them. I fed them. Sugar. They forever. Everything feeds them. They were alive and happy. And all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden, I took all that away. And they were like, whoa. Yeah. So parasites body. are living beings, as gross and weird as that sounds. But in order to get them out, we have to stop feeding them. The one, number one thing I know that feeds them is sugar. But half of the things that we do yep. converts to sugar, pasta bread, yep. alcohol, everything converts to sugar. So it's like, all right, well, I'm not eating sugar. Yes, you are. Salad yeah. dressing, you know. Yes. Exactly. It was a very, it's basically the cleanse. Most of the cleanses say no sugar, no wheat yeah. and no dairy mm-hmm. yeah. for your 14 days on and then five days off, whatever. Yeah. But it's a process. They say wow. anywhere from three months to 10 years. Did you do a to, colonic? So any? let me, so, well, let me get back to the toe real quick. <laughs> so he comes over and pops it basically and, and oh. we put a Breva on it. You know, cold sore, medicine, herpes, whatever. We're like, let's do this. And the funniest thing is I remember the story as a kid, my mom telling me that this lady she worked with had a tapeworm and sat in a tub of milk and the tapeworm crawled out. (gasps) And my whole life, I remember talking about this story and being like, could you imagine sitting in a tub? And I'm thinking a bathtub full of milk and the the worm comes out of your butt. Are you kidding me? Okay, like this has traumatized me my whole life. Again, these traumatic things that happen to me and they stick with me and then life flips, okay? And I was like, oh my gosh, the milk story. And I was like, if he's really right that this acne on my face is parasites and now they're coming out of my foot, like I'm done. I'm going to get the milk. I went to the market and I got a gallon of milk. Oh my God. And I got a bowl and I put the bowl in the bathtub and then sat in the bowl of milk in the bathtub, okay? Yes. And I just closed my eyes for 30 minutes and just breathed. And it was insane. Wait. Like the emotional release. I was sobbing, crying. Wow. I don't even know why. Okay. Literally sitting there crying. I was like, this is something is happening. Yeah. This is crazy. So I sat there for like 30 minutes. And again, mind over matter. Did I feel something? I don't know. Did I? You know what I mean? Like, so I kind of glance in the milk. I don't see anything. I'm like, cool. Jump in the shower. Get back out. I'm and now I'm starting to drain to the milk. <gasps> and as we get no. to like the very bottom, there's like there's like specks no. at the bottom of the milk. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I like grab a napkin and I put them on the napkin and I'm like, okay. The, so to the naked eye, one of them we would have looked at and you guys would have been like that. That's a bug. It looked like a little white shrimp with two <gasps> oh little my. antennas. Yeah, okay. they have little tentacles. Yes. I've seen pictures okay. of them. Oh, no. Okay. I was like, then I got the magnifying glass out and was like, holy H Christ. Okay. There was literally like 15 of them. Oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh I want to do one right now. I know. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can handle this. Most of the stuff John teaches me as my guru, he's been through it. With this, he's like, I don't, oh my, you, what? You sat in milk and what came out? Like what? Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Okay. And so I proceeded to do it for like the next five days and little things would come out. And then again, I still wasn't convinced. Like those were coming out, but I just still, and I became a parasite junkie. YouTube. Love YouTube. Okay. I've seen some of the videos too. So I'm just watching, watching. And all of a sudden this chick comes up and she's like, so I've been doing the cleanse. And finally, after 30 days, some stuff came out and this is what came out. And I look at the video and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I go. That's what comes out in my poop all the time. And, and so I look it up and it's a newly discovered parasite. It's called rope worm. Oh my god! I start googling what rope worm. What does it look images. like? It almost looks like almost like sticks. 
if you will. It doesn't look like a worm in huh. my poop, but it's separate from the poop. Okay. And people are, first of all, like, you look at your poop? I go, you don't look at your poop? <laughs> I always do. You know do, what I mean? Like, you? we got to see what's it's going the, on you, in you, there. You, you, can turn, you can learn a lot of About, what's going yeah. on. Exactly. Yes. Looking at your poop. So, yep. you know, you just got to check out what's going on. I'm yeah. not like... And so it would start to be, like I said, the, it was completely separate. And so I would be like, this is something. Then I started to see the photos and was like, oh my gosh, that's what comes out of me. <gasps> oh my then gosh. I knew I have parasites. Whoa. And so then I started the herbs at the Paragon Parasite can, can I Can I ask you a quick question going back? Because I feel like this is a question people listening might have. Why does the milk pull them out? Yeah. Okay, so you the starve sugar? them. It's the sugar. Okay, so you so starve them. You've already done a cleanse. You can't just no, do no, this. no. I didn't oh. even start a cleanse. I just stopped. Like so, I finished dinner at five p.m. Yeah, and so then I waited till about ten a.m. the next morning. Okay, so they've so they've basically fa- you hungry. fasted. For I fasted a while. them. They are hungry. They are hungry, and so they come out for the milk that you're bathing. Exactly. Okay. They're, they you. want the sugar in the milk. They're coming to eat. Thank you for and clarifying. in reality. They are most active between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. And what are they doing during this time? Because they're well, not they're trying eating. to come out of your butt. Oh and so my really, God. when I ask people, <laughs> when I ask people, have you ever had itchy butt? And if you've had itchy butt, you look at me and you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've never had itchy butt, you're like, what are you talking about? And it's like itchy butt, like yeah, in yeah. the butthole. Yeah. Excuse me for the description, but like, yeah. and not just like, oh, my butt itches, like. Itchy, itchy. Yeah. Go, get in there and it feels good. Yeah. That's parasites trying to come out of your butt. <gasps> and wow. So, this is brand new on the Food Heals podcast. Oh Thank you, Megan, for bringing gosh. this to this our attention. This is going to be like the most popular I am parasite junkie, Megan, over here. <laughs> Anything you need, this health coach That's will what the title of parasites. this podcast is. I swear, I'm waiting until, like, I, because my one girlfriend with Instagram, she's like, you know, she's been following me through this whole journey, my best friend. And she's like, this is what you need to be doing. And yes. I'm like, I don't know if Instagram's ready for parasite talk yet and yes. taking milk baths and worms coming out of your butt. Oh Trust me. I would be I'm, upset. I would be watching. I would I would watch. I would follow. Oh I'm in. I, I'm, and like, you know how people on your iPhone, when you show them a photo and they like want to go and look at other photos, yeah. it's like this natural thing they instantly do. I'm like, don't scroll. Don't. Because I take a photo of yeah. my poop every day. Because yeah. you know what I mean? You want to see and what's going on. Exactly. There's there's a whole lot of poop <gasps> photos on my phone. Because I, <laughs> no. I, I am documenting what is coming out of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for you. More power to you. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm real quick side story. I'm about to go on this cleanse. And I it's cleanse with Jan. Rejuvenate with Jan online. It's in Palm Springs. And I do it like once a year. Sometimes twice a year. And I haven't actually been in about a year and a half. This is the longest I've gone without. But she teaches that. She literally says you can take it to all the people who have never done this before. There's all these overweight Midwesterners and like there's some like L.A. people. And she literally says you can take a picture every day and show it to me and I'll tell you what's going on. And that. And so I didn't have the experience that you had, Megan, but I definitely during the cleanse had strange looking stuff (laughs) coming out. And I showed her a picture and she was like, you know, show it to the colon hydrotherapist, but that looks like a parasite. I showed it to to the colon hydrotherapist and it was a parasite. And the colon hydrotherapist said that there are some that are so microscopic you cannot see. There are some that are small, like what you had that you can't see. And there's some that are large. And I had one large one. Oh, my Yeah. And I don't know if I had others. I have no idea. But that was confirmation for me. Like, all right, what do I need to clean up? Exactly. And back to your question with the colonics. Yes. In the beginning, the one of the first things John started me doing was colonics. Yeah, because so he I lost- was already doing colonics, unbeknownst to a lot of the stuff he was doing 
was unbeknownst to me because he knew I had parasites. And so, again, he was trying to do the stuff he knew. Yeah. Yeah. But because he knew I mentally wasn't there yet, he wasn't necessarily telling me what everything was. It was like, just go get a colonic. So I was two years into getting colonics and my face was still doing that. Like I said, this was there. I couldn't get past that kick, that hump to get them out of my system other than them trying to come out of my face. So you were super toxic. Oh, beyond. Beyond super toxic. And it would start to clear up a little bit. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. And then two days later, I'd be like, guess again. And rosacea (laughs) within there. Okay, I went to a dermatologist that said, you have rosacea, dermatitis, yeah, dermatitis, and something else all within one face. I'm like, wow, "Wow, this is... And in reality, no, I didn't, sir. I just had parasites, okay? (laughs) It was none of the above. Oh, my Um, gosh. And so then when I really saw the photos and realized what I had, I went to Whole Foods and did one of those parasite cleanses. Yep. And then from there, saw what was in those and was like, I got to go hardcore. And then bought the herbs individually. Yeah. And started dosing myself with those, eating the foods, like you said, the garlic pumpkin seeds papaya seeds i like i said you want to know what to eat for parasites i got you and completely i started in september doing parasite cleanses we are now almost what in july almost a year and probably within the first definitely within the first month you could already see my face and i'm talking like my friends see me now and they're like dude you don't even have any scars Mm, like my whole face was scarred my whole face there wasn't like just three pimples like it hurt to wash my face oh my god you know what i mean like i would cry every day do you have photos oh i got photos i'll show you yeah and i will post them in the blog if you don't mind no not at all i would call john every day along with pictures of her poop exactly (laughs) parasites out of the face i can show you my foot okay it's going on right now again it's fun and even the doctor zave is her name and via text message and you know what I mean she's probably like okay whatever with your foot and so I you know I keep saying my foot's still acting up and it's spreading and it's not spreading they're just surfacing I'm like okay call it what it is so I finally sent her a photo the other day and I was like just want to show you what my foot looks like and I get back whoa Mm -hmm. yeah lady whoa okay (laughs) I mean this was you know so and that's the thing I want people to realize too I'm four years into this I'm three years into knowing I had parasites. Me personally, I'm almost a year into knowing I had parasites and I am still dealing with it. Wow. Once, twice a month, yes, I have a weak moment. I Not that I want to give up. I won't go back to eating meat. I get frustrated. Like, are you kidding me? I'm still dealing with this. I still have to not eat this because of the parasites. Yep. But I know in the end, it's so worth it. Yeah. And well, that's how much what longer people, is it going to take? Know, I don't know. <laughs> Well, the, with Dr. Zave, she told me nine to 14 months. And I started wow. with her in March. Wow. So I'm only, what, five months in? I'm not even, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. even to the halfway point. And again, I feel amazing and I feel great. And all of it is so worth it. But people have to know that it's a process. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't do this to myself overnight. Yeah. It's not going to go away overnight. Right. And I still even get people that are like, you you still have the parasites? Like, do you know how smart these guys are? It's like going in and throwing a bomb in a restaurant and like three people stumble out of the restaurant and everybody else dies. Those three stayed alive in my intestines and then they multiplied like in five seconds (laughs) and then multiplied some more. And then they were like, and then we're going to go to sleep for a minute and think you think they're all away. Then we're going to wake up when you give us a beer and suddenly multiply again. So it's, it's really a nightmare and a headache. But again, and even yesterday was awful. I could mentally, like you get a brain fog. Like they they fuck with your thoughts. Yeah. Like I was dark and depressed. 
Today I woke up like, what's up? How's everyone doing? Life is good. I mean, literally night and day. And wow. before I never knew what it was. Now that I'm aware of it, it's just like, I curse them. I go, oh, you're on one today. You got me. You're winning. But I'm winning. And I know I am. Yes, you are. In due time. Exactly. Wow. But it's been an amazing process to watch what the human body really does. And again, to somebody on the outside who looked so healthy and so fit and oh, you're fine with what you do. Yep. And completely was so toxic within and had absolutely no idea. No idea. Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property in Ravello off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget, and I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil The olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh-pressed olive oil club and food heals nation he will send you a full-size bottle worth 39 dollars of one of the world's finest most artisanal olive oils fresh from the latest harvest but he's only going to charge you one dollar to help cover shipping there's no commitment to buy anything now or ever it's his gift to food heals nation so you can get your free 39 dollar bottle for just one dollar shipping taste the difference taste the freshness you can go to get fresh 323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm kind of speechless. (laughs) I know, which doesn't happen often with this problem. Wow, I did not expect. Like, it's so fascinating to me. When you did your colonics, did you see the worms? I've never done a colonic. I've been wanting to. Really? All I want to do is, like, see what comes out. And so for me, it was because of the rope worm. Like I said, they look... They don't look like worms. Yeah. And I have a lot of mucus. And mucus is another contributing factor to a lot of our infection and disease so i would see a lot of mucus coming Uh, out as opposed to parasites yeah but even my colonic lady would be like did you just see what i just saw like i was like i think so you know what i mean it goes by so quick they don't see but some some therapists actually record it so then they can slow it down and show you exactly what well i was trying to do it with my cell phone (laughs) she and i but because of the light that white you know we couldn't get the because she was like okay you ready push record i'll I'll do it we were going (gasps) to zoom in and do that she was all game for it but we couldn't get the right lighting yeah but But i think some therapists have like special cameras oh i'm so i mean right wouldn't that be so fast but you've never had a colonic no i've done who you are and what you do (laughs) are you kidding me 
know, I know. I've with done a, I've done a ton of enemas, but I have not yet done it. And it's really just like I always get in my head like, well, how many do I have to do? Like, I don't know that much about it yet. And, okay, well, I know I'm I'll sending be you to Leah. I'll Leah is my colonic lady who I met through John. So, you know, she's got to be yeah. amazing if John lets her do it. Yeah. She's in Venice Beach. I think she's either 75 or oh, 85 a session. That's cheap. Exactly. Is it? Trust me. Oh, yeah. Normally, really? they're like 120. Usually really? over 100. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and trust and how me, John many do you yells need at her all do? the time. It depends. And like, they'll try to recommend you something. Well, you but you want to always... do a series of three. Yeah. That's what One I've heard. Yeah. Okay. For And then... After you've done those three, then when do you go back? Well, then they usually will recommend you something. But I always Depending think- on what comes out and how you feel yeah. and your reaction, they may say, oh. okay, come back again. You know what I mean? It all depends. Like, at one point, I did I did a series of, like, 15. I was doing one because of the parasites. I was trying to flush myself out and get these guys moving. So they'll tell you. But in reality, just as a side note to life in general, colonics twice a year in a series of three okay. once a week. So really, right. three weeks, twice a year, get a colonic. I think okay. that's a great recommendation. And if uh, what I'm doing in one week is we're going on a cleanse in Palm Springs for five days, green juicing, so and you jealous. get one colonic per day. No. Oh, wow. Five in a row. Really? People lose so much it's, weight. People don't understand. I tell I'm, my health coaching clients, I'm like, just please go get three colonics, and I guarantee you five to 15 pounds. Are yeah. you serious? In those three so, colonics. So for me, because I'm not large, I lose about five pounds. But mm-hmm. the guy... Whoa, that's still a lot in five oh, days. Oh, it's great. Yes. No, I'm, I'm saying... But in <laughs> the guy next to me at my first ever Palm Springs cleanse at Rejuvenate with Jam lost 18 pounds no. in five days. I can't lie oh, to you. Oh, my god! We were all so... We could, like gave him a standing ovation. Now, he had more to lose. Of course, but still, just that motivation in yeah. the sense of 18. And what it is, is we are all loaded with compacted shit in yes. our intestines. Mm-hmm. Yes. We put Drano down the sink. Yeah. Why didn't anybody ever tell us to put... Again, these things they haven't taught us our whole lives. We are a car. Our intestines are like our kitchen sink. They need Drano. So a colonic is a natural way of Drano, of unclogging your intestines to get the fecal matter stuck off the wall so that your hole becomes the size that it's supposed to be, not like that. And it completely hydrates you internally, where water doesn't hydrate you in the same way. This gets into your organs and it gives you this renewed feeling it's crazy. It's the craziest thing ever. <laughs> and then you don't poop all day. That's another thing people think. Like, oh, you're in a colonic, I'm going to poop all day. No, you poop when you're there and then you're done. <laughs> yeah, you, you really go, are. You go throughout oh your day. Sometimes gosh. a little bit more will come out, but usually you're fine. But I would recommend, like, knowing where you're going afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Don't Just be, to be safe. <laughs> don't drive in the car for four hours afterwards. Exactly. You might need to stop a couple of times. But you're definitely oh not going to be spending your afternoon on the toilet. No, no. That's, wow. that's for sure. I, Most like, want to go do this tonight. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, it's happening. I'll talk to Leah right now. Let's see if we can still I know, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I just love that. And I, it's funny because, like, we were talking about gut health. Like, I, I've been taking probiotics every day. And, like, I've been paying so much more attention to my gut. And I'm so fascinated by it all. I'm fascinated by bowel movements and all of that. And it's just like when I have, you know, like in the morning when you have like a really good one, you're so excited about it because you're like, yes, things are coming out, you know, yep. and it's like you everything's things working yeah. together. Do you use a squatty potty, by the I way? I do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's, it's, it's it is the, the best, best, best. Once right? that got enlightened to me and that right? my dad was always, we always had a little like kid stool yeah. next to the toilet oh. and I never understood why. 
we didn't have any kids in the house. And he was like, it helps with your colon. And yeah. that was before, you know, he's the least that even cares about health. <laughs> yeah. And here's this guy like, yeah, you need to, it helps with pooping. Because oh we, gosh. and that was the other thing too. I never had a, I went to the bathroom three to five times a day. Wow. When I ate meat. So for me, again, it's like, dude, I go to the bathroom three to five times a day. I look the way I do. I wow, am Wow, that's bolding. a lot. Yeah, that's you know? a lot so, for someone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was a very deceiving mm. lifestyle that I was living because for not knowing anything and what they teach us, I was golden. But f- let's have some poop talk here, though. Like, was did you see a big difference in the color and the shape and the smell Everything. and all that stuff? Like, Everything. Yeah. Completely. And that's the thing, too. When the parasites are, like, when they when I have a movement with parasites, it's a whole different smell. It's like yeah, isn't it death. Funny? You know, yeah. and like, I mean, there's just no other way. It literally is just like death and fish bubbles. Like, it looks like my yep. poop is breathing. Yeah. And so I would ask people, like, you have fish bubbles in your poop? They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, D- again, you don't look at your poop? They're like, why are you? I'm like, why are you? <laughs> I know. Now, please, can you just look at your poop tomorrow <laughs> and tell me if there was fish bubbles in it? Yeah. I need to know, does that what, is that what poop does? Like, because it hits the water and then it, like, does everybody's poop fish yeah. bubble you know what i mean no everybody's poop does not fish bubble fyi is that if, from parasites or it gas is. no it's parasites hmm. because they're dying as yeah. they come out and then they hit the water and they're still trying to live or whatever so wow. they're like breathing their last hurrah <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing oh i didn't know that it's so disgusting oh, but so enlightening i, <laughs> I wish jay, jay and joy actually know a lot about parasites who who just left from the yeah. recording and oh man oh we, we could have had a we could have had like i think we you need to do a series of podcasts right just, just around parasites. <laughs> yeah and trust me now i i have and two dogs. Movements. Yeah. yeah and for me you know and i dog say it i'm literally like I don't want to touch a dog anymore. You know what I mean? It's a very hard thing for me to, because I just, I don't know where, when, who, what, why I got them. And so for me, it's because I'm still in the process. I am avoiding it at all costs. So, you know, I do pet my dogs and I have other people that live at the house. So people pet the dogs. Don't freak out out there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But for me, I I am reserved on all of that because of what I've been through. Yeah. You know, it's definitely changed my perception in, would I ever own a dog? Probably not. Really? No. That extreme. No. I'm going to learn because how. Because of oh that. I'm going to find out how to give the dogs a parasite cleanse because I sleep with my dogs. Yeah. I oh, see, with them all exactly. oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing, too, it's like like people like you. And there's people that will let their dog lick the spoon or whatever while we're cooking. I don't do that. Okay. No, no, yeah, no, no, or don't kiss do your dog. No yeah. And now I'm coming over and having dinner at your house and you kiss your dog. It, whatever. Yeah. But because yeah. I'm weak and susceptible... It's like, you yeah. know what I mean? I It's it's a very, and I hate being that person, but I'm like, oh, you got dogs. Like, you know, that's really? how I am now wow. because of what Why what do you I think through. you're extra susceptible? Like, you seem extra sensitive to parasites. Do you, do you have any insight into that? Or do you think most people are? The only thing are? I can think of is because I got spinal meningitis at two, like, I think oh. I have a weakened immune system. Oh. As strong as it is. Because there's like a parasite reality show, what? Monsters Inside Me. What? What? Yes. Okay, and trust me. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And when I first like... What when, channel is it on? I think it's on Animal Planet, I think. Oh, no. I'm going to okay. watch them. Now, oh, the no, thing with the, that is... Is it like grotesque, though? Oh, it's like, gnarly. Oh, no. But the thing is, is that like you had to go to the doctor with your parasites and be told what you have. I thought when someone told me about it, I was like, oh, I'm so going on. I thought they were going to tell me 
find out for me what I have. <laughs> no, you need to do all the legwork, uh-huh. and then they like reenact oh. what happened. But like a lot of people end up in the hospital on their deathbed. Oh you know what I mean? God. Like all of a sudden, my husband was fine, and now he's two weeks in the hospital. We don't know what's wrong, and then they cut him open, and he's got a no! thousand worms inside of him. You're like, oh my no. god, oh my god. And so no. for me, as awful as my experiences has been. If you even just watch this cheesy reality show, <laughs> mine has been nothing. You know what I mean? So as weak oh, as my man. immune system is, surprisingly, it's still crazy strong. Oh, so I've been blessed in that sense. I've been bloated. And internally, I feel like crap. In my head, I feel, you know, stomach, gut, head, brain, that area. But really, I can function. I go on every day. It, it hasn't really crippled me in the sense that it has crippled other people where it's left doctors baffled and then they go inside or whatever and it's oh like, my oh my God, God, you had all these worms in your whatever. Oh I know. God. Trust me. Trust me. It's insane. Oh. Crazy. So wow. it definitely has been a very interesting journey and I am, I don't know which way I'm going to go with it and letting people know about it. But <laughs> I, I think, think it's you, a little too late because you need to work. You need to do heels stuff. is, you know, now everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you need to focus on parasites because, like, it is. It, this is people a, need to know about, yes. right? That's what I really. Yes. I don't and, think there's a lot of competition. Like, you no. can brand this shit, right? Yeah, that's what I'm serious. No pun intended. I know yeah. you can be the parasite girl. I bet <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly, taking you. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, because really? really, I firmly believe a lot of what people are going through is parasites, and they don't even know it. Yeah. And it's a simple solution. Yep. To get rid of what you didn't even know you were going through. And that was me included. Once I became aware of it, like I said, now yesterday I knew they were on one. Today they're not. Three years ago, I just thought I was feeling like shit. I just thought I had a headache. I just thought I was bloated. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know what was really going on. And now that I do, it's it's again, interesting and fascinating to see what my body does in the name of these parasites and it's true with cravings too i mean oh my gosh you feel like and when they're on one there's times where i barely drink beer anymore and there's sometimes where all of a sudden i'm like god i want a beer yeah i want a beer now you know like and it's like where where is that even coming from that is really beer and cigarettes and i i quit cigarettes i got hypnotized and everything and so that's cool to have these moments like there was a couple times where i literally was driving home and i was like if the person next to me in the car has a cigarette i am like i will fucking roll down the window give me a fucking cigarette now (laughs) and it was them what you know what i mean it wasn't even like i all of a sudden i was like where did that come from but it was those they they want the stuff that keeps them fed and happy yeah, and that's one of the things that we learn on the cleanse that I keep talking about is sugar cravings are the parasites acting up. So for you, it might be beer. For me, it might be chocolate cake, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because that's how my brain sees the sugar cravings, but that's how they stay alive. Exactly. Well, and even with John, I used to keep candy by my bed. And I'm talking what? like a bag of Starburst, okay? Really? And, but I would eat like three Starburst. You know what I mean? So for me, it was like, I'm only eating. I, like, yeah, I could eat the whole bag, but I don't. It feels okay? like moderation. Exactly. Yeah, but, but it's were, not. You know, I had three or four Starbursts. It was fine. And I didn't think anything of that because I really don't eat dessert. Like, that was my dessert. Mm-hmm. So when all of a sudden John realized, you've got candy <laughs> next to your bed. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't, under, I didn't see the correlation. Yeah, yeah. Parasites, candy next to the bed. He's like, really? You don't think you have parasites? I'm like, oh. 
candy wow. next to the bed. Now, yeah. how did John learn all? Like, he sounds like a parasite expert too. Like, he's I didn't just know that, that about guy him. that knows everything. Whoa, you know what I mean? He's well, he learned this a long exactly. time ago, he's, and so he's been preaching the gospel ever since. And I think learning a little bit more and more each year. Exactly. But I remember his story that he told me like five or six years ago was his first colonic losing twelve pounds. Yeah. What? And that yeah. was from it, one colonic. From yeah. one. And Stop he, it. Well, think about how tall he is, Whitney. Yeah. This is a tall man we're yeah. talking about. Long intestine basketball player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But losing twelve pounds, and it was in like ninety one or ninety two. Yeah, holy cow! And he had a he had lower back pain. He and had a compacted colon exactly. that no one had diagnosed. <gasps> yeah, and high blood pressure, I believe. As exactly. Well. And by getting the colonic, all of a sudden his compacted colon was nothing. You know what I mean? It completely flipped the game for him as well. Yeah, and that's when he started on like the vegan journey and everything, and alternative medicine and everything. And he like wanted that. to be a, a doctor back in the day. But I'm talking like thirteen, fourteen. You know what I mean? So yeah. he was always reading, but he knew how much work had to go into becoming a doctor that he lost interest but he never lost interest in learning and gaining the knowledge yeah and now all he does is help people just like yourself like he discovered you at a restaurant and was like I'm gonna help you exactly which is so altruistic because so many people out there are like health and and I'm not knocking health coaches but they're like they're trying to make money off health and not that there's anything wrong with that but this guy is coming around going I want to help as many people as I can and he has the means to do so exactly and that just means it comes from a place of complete passion and love and caring for other people and wanting to help the world want the best for all of us yeah you know Mm -hmm. and that and I felt that from him and and might have been the reason that helped spark me to even cure him you know what I mean where some people are just like whatever there was that genuineness from him yeah that it was like he's saying this for a reason you know what I mean yeah like, let me see what that reason is you guys let, met let me for it. a reason too, exactly right you know yeah. and it trust me like I said four years ago I mean we still I laugh about it my mom and I you know I mean I was the pickiest biggest pain in the butt eater in the whole entire world I went to I would love to travel and I went to Greece one time and we were going on a cruise the next day and the tour guide wasn't coming till the next day, but we had a fill-in tour guide. And I had been traveling all day to get to Greece and the guy was like, I'll take you guys all on a traditional Greek dinner if everybody wants to go. I don't even know what Greek food was, okay? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I need to eat before we do this. So I raise my hand and I'm like, is there a McDonald's on the way to the restaurant? And he literally was like, excuse me? I was like, look, I'm starving. I need some food. I don't really... I'm a pain in the ass, so I just need to know that I have food in me. And then I'll sample some Greek stuff. But, like, I don't need to stop and eat. Like, I just need to run in and grab a cheeseburger real quick. And it's just like, okay. And so I do it, of course. And so he and He's, like, telling, highly offended. Okay, but he's highly. like, I guess the customer is always So right. much so that he tells the tour guide, the one that's going to be our tour guide, dude, you have some chick that wanted McDonald's instead of a traditional Greek dinner. Oh, my God. And so I find this out because we are on the boat now, and I'm sitting next to the tour guide. And everybody orders off the boat. It's our first night at the dinner. And I order and I look at the menu. Cool cheeseburger. I'm like, I'll take the cheeseburger. And he looks at me. He goes, it's you. And I go, (laughs) what are you talking about? He goes, you're the chick that got McDonald's. I go, you know the story? He goes, dude, I'm looking at the table looking for the heaviest girl. 
Oh. Of which one of these heavy ones went for McDonald's? That's and he goes, "It's you." I say, I mean, he literally. I was not allowed to look at the menu the rest of the time. He <laughs> ordered for me the whole entire time. I had a best friend that was with me, so he would ask her because I didn't eat fish. That was so she'd be like, "No, she doesn't touch fish. Don't do that." But mm. the rest, like, I was not allowed to order a hamburger for the next seven days. <laughs> it was pure torture. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that was the kind of person I was. You know what I mean? Just let me grab a cheeseburger and fries real quick, and then we'll all. I'll go out and eat a Greek dinner. It's golden. I'll watch you guys. We're good, you know? <laughs> so that was the walk that I walked. And again, wow. I didn't, I was high energy. I woke up in the morning. You know what I mean? So none of those things You weren't were... the typical, what exactly. we think of that's addicted to this McDonald's exactly. and everything like that. Exactly. Wow. Sluggish, overweight, tired, right. depressed, hates the world. I was like, I love the world. Life is great. Wake up at 7 a.m. being refreshed and ready to go. And then to flip the game and even feel that way more and naturally was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh my gosh, I've got more energy in me from food and just life. Like that was enlightening in and of itself as well. All right. To hear the full episode with Megan, go back to episode 113 of Food Heals. All right, that's it for our Shocking Stories series and the throwbacks. The rest of the month, I've got some incredible brand new interviews for you, Food Heals Nation. I'm so excited. Stay tuned for those and cheers to your good health, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.